friends, it's me, Diana Piquet, and it's Weight Loss Wednesday. Welcome! I'm a West Coast mama who has yo-yoed with weight my whole adult life. Over the last couple of years, I've been really doing my best to lean hard on a self-loving approach that would keep my weight in check, and it was realistic enough for me to do for the rest of my life. I'm really tired out from 40 years of losing a bunch of weight and then slowly gaining it back over time. It's been exhausting. I wanted to take care of this beautiful body of mine because I love being alive and I want to be a vibrant, confident, and healthy version of myself. I've been learning, journaling, reading. I've been listening to my own self-talk. I've been making some mistakes and yet observing my confidence growing week after week. I wanted to share my journey because I know what it's like to feel embarrassed or alone over this issue. And the truth is you absolutely are not. I hope you have a listen and I hope that in some way you can take some of this, apply it to your life and see some benefits. I'm so excited to share with you, and as always, I'm cheering you on from Huntington Beach. Whew, it has been a month of learning about myself, you guys. So if you've listened to my other podcasts that aren't on Wednesdays, you have learned that we are starting, maybe by the time you're listening to this, we have started a salon at the Hyatt, and I'm super, super duper excited about it. Um, But there's been a lot of ins and outs and negotiations and Um, will they, won't they, should we, shouldn't we, lots of emotion, lots of, um, you know, because I I own salons for 25 years, but I've never done it with Thomas. And like, Thomas is the raddest human. I just, for me, I, I, I like, I couldn't think, I couldn't make up a guy that I was more attracted to, that was more comforting. Like, he's just all the best things. If something else happens to me, or if something happens to him, I'm going to board up the walls of my house and just like, I'm done. (laughs) I'm just crazy about him, right? So because he's my most precious thing that I love so much, um, I'm terrified of running a salon with him because I did it with my ex-husband. It it was not a lot of fun. There were fun moments with him, but you know, it was hard. So I've been doing a lot of like, oh, I really want this thing. It's going to be so cool. I love decorating salons. I love picking out the salon furniture. I love everything, like all that part. I lo- I'm so excited to meet my first staff members when we finally announce it and we get to hire. I'm like super, super excited, but I'm also terrified. Is this going to change our family dynamic? Is it going to change our marriage? And so it's been a lot, like four weeks of like, a lot of layers of big, 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 big feelings. And so what do I do? And what do a lot of us do when we're having the big feelings? We use whatever our numbing coping mechanism is. And that could be drugs, alcohol, um, or any other thing that you abuse. And I abuse and have always abused food. Like, oh, I just, I've had a really stressful day. I'm going to run through Taco Bell and calm down and eat a bunch of Taco Bell. Well, that, you know, it's not good for me. I'm not saying you can't do that occasionally, but like I would do that a lot. Like I would use food as my coping mechanism. And so going through this big, big major thing and watching myself go back to that old habit in my brain where I'm like, well, it's been a long day. I think I'm just going to drive through it. Or I think I'm just going to order in, or I think let's just all go to dinner. Let's order in pizza and then redirecting. Nope. We can have these big feelings and big emotions and you can hold yourself and, and, and journal about them or find another way to cope about them. Think about them, be with them, be with those feelings and emotions while you're having them and still 
not have to turn to food. And it has been super, super interesting to watch myself go through that, support myself and not turn to just all my old habits of way, way overeating, over salting, over sugaring, over drinking, all the things. I guess the first thing I would have to say about that is that, man, you know, food is actually just food. Food is just nourishment. It's fuel. And, you know, I was thinking this morning, I was filling up the water thing and I was doing my bone water, which is like my collagen water. And I was filling up like all the things that need water in the morning, all my overnight water thing that I put on my bed. So I'm like, fill in the water, fill in the water. And I'm like, you know, in reality, like if I got stuck for a week somewhere, I need water way more than I need food. But I don't sit around and obsess about water. I obsess about food. And that's what I've spent a lot of time. I don't know how I got in that habit. I don't know, like how I got to where it was like, ooh, you know, Cain's chicken. That's what I'm going to think about today. I have no idea, you guys. And I'm sorry if you don't relate to this. Please stop listening because I'm. it's embarrassing enough as it is. But I have no idea how I turn food into my friend when I'm lonely or my comfort when I'm sad or the per- the the object that I was going to get excited about for the whole day. Like, where are we going to go to eat tonight? Like, it really is not about where we go out to eat. It's more about the conversation we have, the sunset that we get to see, the decor in the restaurant. It's not about the food. And um, no, don't get me wrong. I really appreciate people that like, our chefs and and do a great job with the food and the presentation and all that kind of stuff. But like, I really have let myself and and been conditioned into, you know, all of my holidays are not just about like the food. Thanksgiving isn't just about food. Thanksgiving is about being grateful and and your family and your friends or whoever you celebrate that holiday with. And it's not just all about food. Um, it could be whatever you want it to be. And isn't that cool that, you know, we have the power to sort of change the way that we celebrate a holiday. Like it could be about our traditions. Like, you know, oh, we always watch a good movie. Oh, we always do a really fun scavenger hunt. Oh, we always, on Thanksgiving, we always give back to, and I don't, you know, this, I think this podcast is going to come out in June or July and I'm sitting here talking about Thanksgiving, but whatever the holiday is, I always, whatever the event is, I always make it about all the food, right? And that's, I don't know how I got in that habit. I certainly did, but it is very interesting to observe. That doesn't need to be the case. Things I've learned quite recently and have tried to start adapting and I'm still working on this, but see if you can follow follow me on this one is that I really think about my future self because we're all individuals and what, what my hopes and desires for who I will be as I age or whatever are going to be different than like, say I've got, I've got this hot friend, Fiona, Fiona, if you're listening, I love you. She's like 30 something gorgeous tan and she's a redhead. I've known her since she was like a college kid when I used to own salons in Athens, just adorable. What her hopes and dreams are, she's a single woman. She doesn't have kids. She's running an Airbnb with Airstreams in her backyard in Charleston. She is adorable. She's living the life. All these pictures I see of her, she's on a 
a Vespa. And like, she's just, she's rad. But her hopes and dreams don't revolve around five kids. You know, they don't revolve around a kid who was adopted and abused and we're trying to like plan her future and all that. Like she has different hopes and dreams. So when I think about me, my future self, my hopes and dreams, who I want to be in the future to think about myself in five years and who I'm looking back at seeing and really visualize her. She's happy. She's healthy. She has good friendships. She's um, working in a business that she wants to work in. She's enjoying her children who have launched and their adult children. She's not coping with her problems with food. You know, something about who I want to be and who I don't want to be. And that is really directing a lot of my behaviors right now because I'm really trying to relearn some of these behaviors and really in like, not invest, I'm trying to think of what the word is, but like accept the future version of myself and accept what I have to do now to become that future version of myself. I have to keep learning and growing. I keep have to keep listening to podcasts. I have to keep reading books because I want to be this bigger, fuller, wiser, um, happier version of myself that knows more, um, that can cope with childhood trauma and all that kind of stuff. I want to be that bigger version of myself. And so I have to be doing those things in order to get there, right? So if that's speaking to you and you can connect with that and realize that, you know, that's ringing a bell for me. I think that's something that's really important to me too, is looking into what my future self is going to look like. You know, how am I going to feel five years from now? How are you going to feel 10 years from now? How are you going to feel in your retirement? And sort of using that as your own motivation to do the right things for yourself now. And rather than, you know, using food or whatever your coping coping mechanism is, find something else. So I've been really finding that journaling helps a lot and journaling is giving me like my eyes wide open. I had two really big major overeats just this weekend. And by journaling about it and realizing like, okay, I did that on Friday. Okay. I was exhausted physically. Then I became emotionally exhausted from my teenagers when they came home from school and they had a bunch of drama. And I went and I relaxed on the couch with a show. And while I'm relaxing with a show, my little girl was sitting next to me and she wanted popcorn. And so then my hand went in the popcorn bowl and I started helping her finish her popcorn much more rapidly than she could. And then that led to like, oh, salty, salty. Oh, I, now I want some pretzels. Now I want this. And then I'm like, I knew I was doing it. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to love myself through this. It's going to pass. It's one time. And I wrote about it. And what I wrote was I was like, I think what happens is uh, obviously I had a bunch of sugar, uh, salt. And then once I have a bunch of salt, I'm like, ooh, you know what sounds good as sugar. That's just who I am. So it's like a back-to-back overeat. So I journaled about it and I'm like, you know, I think when I'm tired and I'm not busy, you know, I'm really prone to this. Like that's how I used to relax. You know, when I wasn't like going, 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 traveling to work at another salon in another state or doing staff meetings or having this or that or the other thing or doing clients behind the chair even, 
once I finally sat down and stopped like being in constant motion, I had a hard time just being with myself and just sitting there and like letting all of what had happened throughout the day kind of wash over me. It was so exhausting. And it's the same, the same thing now, like with all these kids, like it's exhausting sometimes. So instead of just like putting my hand on my chest and being like, it's exhausting, have some water, it's exhausting, journal, it's exhausting, go play some relaxing music and light a candle. I'm like, it's exhausting. Where are the pretzels? Where is the spinach and cream cheese dip? And so I don't need it. I certainly wouldn't be starving myself if I didn't have it. It's just an old habit that I have ingrained in my head. And the first of many, many, many steps on that path to correcting that for all of us is to recognize that's what's going on. So then Sunday comes around and my husband had a big day out with a friend. He went shooting at a range and they had a plane ride. It is, all this stuff had been planned for a while and he was eating out. And again, it was another day where I was on the couch. Not all day, but like I had done laundry and it was sort of like my day to relax. And same thing happened again. Oh, you know, it's a, I just like, so it's just so interesting to recognize, okay, when my body and my mind finally take a pause, I really have a hard time sitting with it if I'm not in constant motion. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't have the answers to what that means. I'll be asking my therapist, but it's definitely something like that I've observed about myself. So I think just like a key thing is just observing and being honest with what you're going through. And is this aligned with who, you know, your goals for the future? And if it's not, that's okay. But just knowledge, knowledge is power. I also just wanted to end by saying that it's not just unhappy people that are overweight. It can be very happy people that are overweight that are dealing with this because food is lovely. I mean, I just had hummus on toast and some grapes and it was so freaking delicious. I could, I could eat like three more slices, but I'm not because I'm satisfied and I'm learning a new habit, right? So whether you're excited or you are apprehensive, whatever big emotion you're having, you're scared, um, you're nervous for the future, you're super happy and elated, maybe you're newly in love Whatever the big emotion, it doesn't matter on which side of, of the spectrum it is. If you're the type of person that copes with that with food, you got to watch it. Um, and I know we've been having a lot of anxiety, excitement. Um, you know, I, I, I told you guys I, I wrote a salon course and the day that we filmed it in my friend's salon was the same day that I went in and asked for a meeting at the Hyatt. It was just a coincidence. And then now we're waiting to get the Hyatt started, and I haven't announced it yet. I'm pre-recording these podcasts, so haven't announced it yet. Waiting for the paperwork to come back before we do, and just have sent that course off to the editor. Had a meeting with him last night. So it's like, it's all good stuff. It's exciting stuff, but it's all stuff that I want to eat about. And so I'm learning a new habit. And so, I don't know, I just wanted to end by saying, Thank you so much for listening to me go on and on about my um, my journey with food, um, which I love. But um, I think it's just really interesting to learn about it. I'd love to have somebody weigh in on what they thought. Um, 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Diana Show. If you want to hear about weight loss, you got to tune in on Wednesdays. And if you want to hear about parenting, self-development, second marriages, blending a family of seven people in a three-bedroom house, mental health awareness, and all the other things that are the pieces of the puzzle that have been bringing us joy, tune in on Mondays. To connect with me, I'm on Instagram at ms.dianapiquet. Thanks, friends. Thanks, friends.